You've played the missions. But do you really know the Lord? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode recorded September 15th, 2022 for Ghost Stories Revisited. I am your host for this episode, little lore episode. My name is Orchid. And I am Rindel Sivas. How are y'all doing? Well, who's here with me? This chuckle fuck. <laughs> I have uh, some podcast info for you before <laughs> we get started. We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at Hey, it's Orchid. You can tweet at Rindle at Rindle Zivas. You can also tweet at Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist, who's not here tonight. You can also send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast. You can also find us in our Discord, The Lore Hub. There is a link to the episode, or you can, there's a link in the episode description, uh, but it's also way easier to just put it in your browser as discord.gg slash lorehub. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Uh, every little bit helps. And we really do appreciate every single dollar you give us. So thank you. I don't have to sit at my desk and not wear socks anymore. So thank you. Oh, you got shoes now, man. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to sit in you know the cold, the coldness with you know being chained to the desk as I'm editing episodes anymore. The coldness so. <laughs> in Southern California. <laughs> What coldness? I don't know. I was trying to make it sound miserable. <laughs> the heat. The fucking heat of the last heat wave that we had over the last couple of weeks. Jesus fuck. say the coldness. It was like 120 degrees. <laughs> the coldness. Who are you? I was trying to think of something that sounded miserable to oh ham it up. God. And... <laughs> the coldness. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, you can find our info on thelordnetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators they all have shoes <laughs> wait for it they all have shoes <laughs> that's it and if you're not gonna say it i will we're still there <laughs> no i don't think we are <laughs> i think we're gone i haven't checked well so. you have admin power so you ultimately have the say i do i can put us back if we really want to but i don't think anyone <laughs> actually goes to the lordnetwork.com so it doesn't really matter now does it that's actually a good point do you go to the lore network peoples why don't you interact with us on our discord at discord.gg slash and let us know if you view us on the lorenetwork.com. Someone tell me if you actually go to the lorenetwork.com. Like, does anyone actually... <laughs> it, it, does a website work if you don't look at it? <laughs> I mean... God, this is like that weird philosophical question. If you do not visit a webpage, is it there? What is the sound of one hand clapping? It's just you hitting yourself. 
If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes. <laughs> it, it does. That's asinine. Who decided that as a thing? Like, literally who? I want to know what asshole came up with that and was like, do trees make sounds if they fall? Yes, they do. Like, who decided that? Like, literally who? I just see you sitting there like, well, actually, when the tree falls, it still is displacing air in such a way that sound would be transmitted, regardless of whether or not anyone was able to receive those sound waves into their ear canals and therefore process it as auditory signals. So. It's so confusing. I don't know why someone would decide that. Like, who? Why? Who and why? <laughs> who decided this? question mark okay oh, anyway we have a twoggle it's gonna be very short it says five minutes it's that's a lie um so <laughs> is it though i don't know this week at guardians of lore the twoggle um we are this is like a notification we're gonna stick with ko-fi for our patreon i know that's confusing because that's the name of two different websites wait <laughs> so hold on are, are, are we do, are we doing are we doing patreon or are we do, what what Hold hold on, I need to get dressed. What? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> so we've been talking about Patreon and like setting up a Patreon for the last couple of episodes. Um, mm -hmm. We looked into it and um, we actually realized that what we have going on Ko-Fi is actually better. <laughs> like the more people we've spoken to who actually have a Patreon, they're like, no, actually Patreon really sucks for creators and what we want to do with it. So... We're just going to flesh out the Ko-Fi that we already have. So when we actually get that set up, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, so people who already have monthly stuff going on on Patreon or on Ko-Fi, thank you. Uh, you won't have to do anything. Yeah, you could Thumbs just up. sit pretty and give us your monies. Which wow. We very much appreciate it. We do. Thank you. We'll talk about that next time. Um Elmist has COVID, so please send Pokemon prayers, uh, prayer hands. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton prayer hands. Wow. Yeah, um, he's been sick for a couple of weeks, so all three of us have had COVID now. I've mm -hmm. had it multiple times. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that that was my first time. That's true. Bold of me to assume. Jesus. <laughs> well, um, now that we've all had it, uh, hooray? Question mark. Hooray. I know. Woo. Hooray. Woo anyway um so hopefully he'll be back soon so we can i went i went through a pandemic i got the disease and all i got was this stupid t-shirt all we got was a podcast that had regular episodes imagine <laughs> <laughs> holy shit um but when he's back we'll catch up with the weekly story uh, mostly because i'm already behind <laughs> I actually haven't played it this week, so <laughs> neither have I. So we gotta get caught up. <laughs> I didn't play last week either. Oh Jesus! Mm. You didn't miss much. Oh wow! That's saying <laughs> something. Ah, nah, Jesus. it's it's fun. It's 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 a nice little breath of fresh air so far. Just on the back of all the heavy shit that we had in season of the haunted. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Now I should say that I did play last week 
It's just it wasn't the story that I played. It was yeah. a whole lot of Iron Banner. Oh, yeah, we got we got into banana this last week. Oh, my gosh. So did you play Eruption? Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you ask, because, I mean, the time that I met Eddie, he told me about the you know positioning of doing it. On That's the... not. No. Oh, shit. That's not the Eruption you're talking about. No, no, I'm talking about the game mode. I'm not talking about the song. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Did you play the game mode Eruption? Yes, indeed. It's it's fucking fun. It's really fun. Um, going in with a six stack is extremely advised because not only do you have everything going on with the chaos, but in everyone on comms just makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but the base mechanic of trying to get that kill streak and having that sudden burst of ability regen and super, it really kind of, at least I found, really kind of brings about that focus of trying to really just stay alive and get that streak in so you can get to that point. Mm -hmm. And then it just transitions from that to this crazy mad dash to, oh, where's the next person that I can take down so I can keep this going? It's also, it forces you to play as a team. Right. Which is why playing as a six stack is better than queuing alone. I really did appreciate that. I like playing with my friends and it really helped that I was playing a lot with my partner and with a lot of his friends. Um, they have he has a really active discord when it comes to like LFGs. Like it's pretty much just an LFG discord, not like ours, which is just mostly like a chuckle fuck discord, <laughs> which I love that for us. Like <laughs> I couldn't be happier with our discord, to be honest. <laughs> It's very reflective of the podcast in general. It's just like a bunch of lore yelling and like <laughs> memes and then like a little lore yelling. It is lore yelling. It's lore yelling memes and like <laughs> and just like random shit and Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon players in our discord. I don't know how that happens. But like so many people play Pokemon and I don't know where they came from. Like, where did all y'all come from? They came from Elamist. Oh, my God. Elamist. Stop it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. And he's like, you have to get Pokemon in November. And I'm like, I'm going to have I'm going to end up buying Violet or whatever it is. Purple Pokemon Purple. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think it's Violet and Scarlet are the new ones. Is it Violet? Jesus, just call it purple. I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get Pokemon purple because purple is my favorite color. So I'm gonna end up getting purple or whatever it is. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up fucking buying it. All Pokemon games are the same, and you cannot come at me and say that they're not, okay? I'm going to end up fucking getting it. Anyway, we're talking about Iron Banner. <laughs> God damn it. That was before we got all <gasps> sidetracked with people shouting like, Dredge and Hope is the drifter. Ah! Oh, my God. So I played mostly on Stasis. Um, I tried playing on Arc a little bit and it just like did not work for me. Um, I don't have a very good Arc build for my warlock and it's not that i don't want one it's just that like the damage output on tickle fingers just like is not that great and i don't know why it just it just isn't it doesn't feel very good but stasis mm. still feels awesome 
So um, I used stasis a lot because a big part of um, eruption are assists also. Yes. So you can get charged with assists and I'm really good with assists. I don't necessarily do the final blow, but I do assists really well. So um, like I'm there in the middle, like helping shoot stuff like with my, you know, scout rifle or whatever. I was using Randy's throwing knife a lot. Yeah. Or like bygones. Like I'm pulling out like all the old weapons and they like they slay still like using <laughs> recluse in bygones. Like it was year two or year three. Like it's like it's low key cracked. Oh, my gosh. It's cracked. Like if you guys have those weapons like chef's kiss so good amazing mm. pull them out try them out so good meanwhile i was going in with layman arc and just oof. oh my god that it's so oh. it's so so it's good so nasty and it's like pairing that with um uh the the bow arms mm, that uh, hunters yeah, have. yeah yeah your infinite bow arms <laughs> uh, but it just makes it so enjoyable mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, to use. Yeah. And it's just mm, you get a bunch of people gathered around in one spot and you just nail that headshot and suddenly everyone's affected. Yeah. And then your teammate can just try and mow him down. And then you got a gr bunch of assists and it's just oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was there was some nasty. Plays. Yeah, I got hit with Le Monarch a lot when I was playing like it was definitely like really potent. So. Well, yeah, but not mine. So well, we wouldn't play against each other. But yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was definitely a lot of people were using it. So I definitely noticed a lot of people noticed it was good, though. Um, I almost I wanted to pull out another character. I'm at 11 out of 12 for my challenges. Nice. And I should have been at 12 out of 12. Like it was bugged last time yeah and so i was like okay i'll be at 12 out of 12 this time and then it didn't go 12 out of 12 i'm like i'm gonna have to pull out one of my other characters to like finish this and then i realized i haven't touched my titan since the end of shadow keep oh my fucking god <laughs> and i haven't finished shadow keep on my titan <laughs> i still have shaders in my postmaster <laughs> i posted a picture of my postmaster on twitter <laughs> for people and people are like why are you like this and i'm like i'm never pulling anything out of that postmaster ever again those shaders are just gonna live there forever <laughs> <laughs> but there's just like two shaders that are just there they're just shaders are just there they're like why I'm like i don't know but that's my titan i can't ever touch it ever again um my hunter i tried to pull it out and i was like and i played as like um i played as like a pole dancer for a long time i was a hunter main before i played warlock most people don't know that but i pulled my hunter out because i was like oh yeah i'll just play arc like that was my thing no i can't <laughs> i didn't play beyond light <laughs> on my hunter I never finished it and then all of these Orchid. like cutscenes started playing <laughs> and i got like really overwhelmed and frustrated orchid what i have three characters and they're all up to date what the fuck are you doing 
working full time and being so am busy I. and having a balance and doing other stuff with my life like getting my first 100 pp play in osu Yo, tonight let's, let's go. go let's go i finally did it i'm also at 400,000 rank in osu let's go Let's go. Let's go. go. I finally did it. Guys, I'm going to break 400,000. Let's go. Now you just need a play that has another uh, 627 PP. Mm, oh, I see. <laughs> when you see when it. When you see it. When you fucking see it. Yeah, I'm going to have <laughs> to play like a seven star map if I want to get that. <laughs> <laughs> 727 pp when you see it when you fucking see that's, it <laughs> i don't that is a specific map like that mm. is a specific song and a specific map like that is a specific thing and i don't know what that map is off the top of my head but that is like an actual thing like that is like shige that was like shige got that first i think that was yup <laughs> I don't remember. I'll have to find that anyway. You'll have to cut this part out. Um, Osulor. Osulor, cut this part out, definitely. Um, <laughs> nope. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Um, Iron Banner was fun. I liked it a lot better than Rift, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like Rift would be fun if we were able to six-stack it, but I know that we... At least I didn't get a chance to back uh, when that was the rotation. But yeah, Eruption was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we tried to play it. It was like you and me and Chaos and Mike, I think, were the only ones able to play together. Mm -hmm. And it just like mm -hmm. you really need that coordination with a lot of people when you play Rift. And it just like it just wasn't as fun. And I don't know if it's if if it was the cooldowns or if it was like the swift teleporting or the maps. It felt to me like Rift is the kind of game mode where you go in as a six stack, you go in knowing full well that this is going to be a more tactical type game mode. So you're doing that kind of coordination. You've got things like set for, OK, these are the kind of call outs that we're going to be using for. Uh, when we need to move in and, you know, how many people are going to be uh, over this way to try to sweep around just in case they come around, you know, this particular lane. Eruption is the kind of game where you still six stack it, but it's basically like you're all chilling out and you just cracked a couple beers and you're just having a good time. It feels just like it's just Clash, but like Clash and Mayhem had a weird baby kind of hmm. it's clash but then when you get that um when you get that kill streak then it's mayhem mayhem yeah clash. that's pretty accurate um i think it's fun and i really i really can't wait to play it again after they kind of nail it down and then have it actually go into like the rotation of things because i really do like it and i want to play more of it yeah yeah Anyway, it was a nice welcome breath of fresh air after you get used to how it works. Yeah, I liked it. Anyway, so um, lore network ad. Yeah, let's go lore network ad. <laughs> the lore network.
Have you ever wished that someone could just read you the lore? Destiny Lore Audiophile may be just the podcast you've been looking for. Join us as we bring the stories of Destiny to life with straight readings of your favorite lore with no analysis or commentary, or as we breathe life into these tales with acting, sound effects, and music. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile. Audiophile is spelled with a PH instead of an F. You can find both readings and radio dramatizations of selected lore books and web lores by talented voice actors from the Destiny community. Episode releases will be announced from our Twitter pages, at HeyIt'sOrchid and at RendellZivas, so be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single performance. See you there. So what'd you think of that Lore Network ad? Spicy. Mmm, spicy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, this is a little Lore episode, but it's a little bit different. Just a little bit, yes. Uh, um, so we're not really doing any Lore distillation? What would you call it? Dis- discussion. I think the word you're looking for is discussion. That's the word. It. I'm sorry. I worked a lot today. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So if it's if we're distilling now, does that mean we're making lore alcohol? Does that mean we can call it dread gin? Lord, get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> dread gin. God damn Lorcahol. <sighs> Lorcahol. Yeah, we're just a set of lorcaholics, aren't lorcaholics. we? Lorcaholics. <laughs> yeah, like we're sitting around getting drunk on lorcahol. Anyways. Drunk on lore. God, we're gonna get drunk on this lore. Um, so usually <laughs> I would give you the little lore explanation. Um, but this isn't really little lore because this is the entirety of ghost stories. Um, we did ghost stories. It was actually, I think, the very first thing we did in this podcast. If not close what? to the very no, first well, no. thing. Yeah. Because the first episode you guys did was uh, Drifter's Gambit. It was a Drifter's Gambit. But then Ghost Stories was right after that, I think. Wasn't it? I don't know what um, we even did in this fucking thing. Episode. 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 Ghost Stories was episode three. So it was early, early, early on in the realm Mm -hmm. of this series episode three four and five were ghost stories so if you want to hear some really bad audio with elemist (laughs) and hyven go back to episodes three four and five for their ghost stories explanations for all of this but we have we've re-recorded all of ghost stories with the excellent actors of destiny lore audiophile uh, Rindel is the director and I am the producer and we have Maya Shepard is also one of our uh, audio producers for DLA and it's as you've heard us talk about it before you yes we have a lore network ad for it I'm sure you've heard it yes many times I'm sure I'm sure you've heard my dulcet tones I made that ad it was me <laughs> 
I voiced it. I know you did. <laughs> um, so you can find the complete recordings, uh, parts one, two, and three of Ghost Stories on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever podcatchers you want. We chose these scenes. It's not all of them. It's just our favorite ones or the ones mm-hmm. we decided to choose. Yeah, I think just based upon like the fact that these are just kind of our favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah, we chose these kind of based on I thought it was a good smattering of of parts from ghost stories. They're honestly like all of them are really good and it was really hard to decide like which ones to pick because we didn't want to just play all of them. Yeah, otherwise you guys would have been here. You guys would have been in for a freaking two hour little lore. Yeah. And <laughs> that would be a little bit ridiculous. So we just wanted to pick like five or six of them. Yeah. So basically it just comes down to we feel like these scenes that we selected are um, this is essentially the core of what Ghost Stories was in terms of this production really kind of just distilled down to its purest essence. Mm-hmm. These are just really fun scenes and we really enjoy them. Yeah. I think even the order that we chose them in was really specific. So um, we hope you enjoy them. Yeah. Please enjoy. Ghost Community Theater presents featuring the voice talents of Kitty of Nine, Rindle Zevis, Maya Shepard, and Sammy Auburn. The Ghost Community Theater presents Oryx, the Nightmare Daddy. One brave ghost versus the death from outer space. A four and a half act play written and directed by Didi, ghost of Marcus Wren. Starring Marcus Wren as Hero's Ghost, Didi the Ghost as Guardian Hero, Inopest as Oryx, Pixie, Ghost of Ariane Gris as Air Halak, Sweeperbot as Air Hanuk, Ghost, Ghost of Inopest as Ghostly Shade of Crota. See the play that Commander Zabala calls An Insensitive and Disrespectful Travesty of a Production with abominable prop design. Truly an insult to the art of paper mache. The eponymous ghost himself calls it. Is this supposed to be me? Oh, oh no. Ghost, the ghost of Tyrakon calls it. A four and a half act structure. But that makes no... Stories do have rules, you know. You can't... What constitutes heaven? You know what? I don't need to entertain this nonsense. Ophiuchus, the ghost of Icaray, calls that... Lord Shucks calls it... Undeniably enthusiastic. I'll grant you that. But is the dialogue meant to come across as so... sexually charged? Ghost, the ghost of Tyrakon, calls that. I've been thinking about it, and I really do think it would be worthwhile for you to learn the basics of narrative composition. Sit down, we're doing this now. Pulled pork. 
featuring the voice talents of Starcotic, Bad Irish Luck, Jazriel B, and Lee Roberts. Enkichi 32 lies on the hull of her ship, skimming through gossip and salvage requisition lists on Vannet. Agu nestles in the magnificent feather ruff of her chestplate and looks out at the debris of the reef. Vast crucible rules are garbage. Blah, blah, blah. How does this have, like, 300 comments? Where's the juicy stuff? Hey, it's pulled pork. Really? Where? Pulled pork is the name they've given to a very sweet, very earnest ghost that has been looking for his guardian for about as long as they can remember. Pulled pork is not his real name, but it feels right, like calling Marasov by her full name instead of just her forename. Agu directs Nikichi's attention out into the floating scrap. Sure enough, there he is, a tiny speck moving with meticulous patience across the surface of a blasted-out fallen skiff. Let's go say hi. Enkichi disables her vendant hood, climbs to her feet, and begins a lazy zero-gravity parkour run, leaping and drifting from one hook of scrap to another. Hey, buddy. What you doing? Cold Pork finishes up a scan of floating piece of concrete and rebar, then turns towards them. I am looking for my guardian. That's nice. You gonna find him in that rock? <laughs> you never know, Miss Nikechi32. Maybe my guardian is very small. Maybe. But you might want to consider scanning the dead, bud. That shell's pretty snappy. Is it new? It's reef purple, with a flower-like silhouette and silver detailing. Yes, it is. It was a gift. And thank you for your suggestion. I have considered it. I do often scan the dead. I also scan other things. I like to be thorough. Please, excuse me one moment. The little ghost turns to scan a piece of work plasteel, and Kichi shakes her head. Oh, leave him alone. If he goes through every bit of scrap in the reef, he'll find someone eventually. Sky knows there are plenty of bodies and body parts floating around here. Yeah? And we said that when we found him on Mars, and that was before Twilight Gap. Well, with that in mind, let's check back on him in a couple months. Who knows, maybe he'll get lucky and find the greatest guardian of all time. Shoot, you found the greatest guardian of all time. Who Guards the Guardians? Featuring the voice talents of Strigoi. All around me, the bitter patter of desperate steps. The thump thump of armor piercing micro rockets. The cries and screams that fill the air. I feel nothing. I am filled with nothing. Just frozen, empty, soulless, lightless. The Red Legion has come taken it all away. Eventually, the desperate steps diminish. For a few minutes, the last city falls silent. Then, the low growl of their breathing. The clanking metal of heavy slug throwers against their crimson armor. 
the tremors of their heavy booted steps as they draw near. Mortals ask themselves the same question all the time. That question about meaning. About their place in this universe. But we don't. Perhaps at first, as we tried to make sense of the day the Traveler pushed us free from itself. But no, not anymore. We know our purpose. Why we're here. In ancient times, humanity dreamed of gods and heavens and winged protectors that watched over them. Kept them safe from uncontrollable and unpredictable harm. In this age, I believe humanity sees that in the Guardians. Yet when the Guardians meet with trouble, who guards the Guardians? They're close now. If they think I'm not going to stay by my Guardian's side to my own bitter end, even though she's already met hers, they're deathly mistaken. I am meant to do this. My light will return. She needs me. Those heavy red-booted steps come around the corner. I will not move. We're face to face. I will not abandon her. They raise their weapons. I will not let my purpose go unfulfilled. A rush of light. Can it be? I can bring her back. I can bring... Confession of Hope Part 1 Featuring the voice talents of Sam the Okami Johnson The choice haunts me. It was not reasoned. I let emotion get the better of me. The fallen had moved on. The few survivors were huddled close in the dark of a cave, muffling their heavy, quick breaths, stifling their sobbing. When I found them many nights before, I also found renewed purpose. I had traveled these dead and dying worlds for longer than I cared to remember. All the while, in search of a spark worthy of ignition. Over time, I'd grown weary. But in this small band of survivors, I found hope. If I couldn't find a lost soul worthy to be touched by the light, then I would find another way, a smaller way, to be of service. I would lead this small gathering of desperate men, women, and a single child to the growing sanctuary beneath the Traveler. If I could not find a hero to challenge the darkness, I would be a guide to those in need of salvation. It took some time to gain their trust. I was odd 
other. They thought I was an angel. I told them I was not. They named me Tianxi. I did not object. The child marveled at me. Still too young to speak, much less comprehend, he had a presence that was a burden and a boon. His parents did all they could to nurture him, protect him, with the aid, comfort, and care of their traveling companions. Once strangers, now bound deeper than blood by their shared experience in this new life after the end of the world. On that day, in that cave, huddled in fear as the fallen skiff's roar faded over the tree line, the mother wailed. A sound I had never before heard and hoped never to hear again. Such pain, such sorrow, grief, suffering, loss. Her cry echoed through the forest. Her husband, weeping and on the edge of breaking down, simply held her and the dead child in her arms. The others tried to calm them, out of fear that the fallen would return. The attack had been swift and brutal. Twenty dead. Only nine survivors, here in this cave. I watched the tree line, anxious and afraid. The mother's pain filled the space between the thick trees. I turned back to her and saw it for the first time. The child's spark. Faint, but there. This little boy was not my charge. Those selected to return were champions. This child was so small, so frail. What devotion had he shown? What bravery? What had he sacrificed? But a thought lingered. Was it not my purest purpose to deliver hope? Every hero raised fought not for themselves, but for the whole of humanity. If saving one life, if redressing this one terrible loss was not a worthy cause, what was? I watched the mother as she cried. I felt myself expand, felt the light that was me intensify. In a way, it was outside of my control, as if something had reached inside of me and flipped a switch. A beam erupted from my core and bathed with light the child's small, broken body. A second passed, and he began to cry. All fell silent. The traveler's gift had been given. A child returned, and with him... The beginning of my journey's end. Did I do the right thing? Would this child grow to reach his peak physical self? Would he, like all returned, be ready for the wars to come? But then, a thought came over me. One I had never before considered. Maybe death would have been better. Had I saved the child? Or doomed him? As his cries echoed, the survivors looked on in shock. There was joy in their silence. Wonder. I looked down on him, and pride began to well inside of me. I had done what was right, 
but that was then. Only months ago, but long enough to seem like a lifetime. Now, the fall on her back, and we are running. And I fear the promise of a gift given is far from enough to save us from a pirate's blade. Confession of Hope, Part 2 Featuring the voice talents of Sam, the Okami Johnson Out here in the wilds, survival depends heavily on your ability to elude fallen patrols. Everything else, every other danger, is secondary. Exposure, starvation, hungry beasts, crazed bandits, all can be assessed and managed. But fallen, these vicious pirates, they hunt and kill not only for their own survival, but for sport. They relish the slaughter. I was guiding our ragtag group through dense woods, but with a child to carry and many survivors wounded, we didn't move quickly enough. We'd been spotted a few miles back. The attack was swift, violent. The child's mother fell almost immediately. His father foolishly, though maybe it's best to imagine he was brave, let his grief and fear get the better of him. He ran to her aid, but there was none to give. Now he is gone as well. Two parents dead, one orphaned child gifted in ways he can't yet understand. Others grabbed the infant and fled. He cried, confused, frightened. They muzzled his fear and made for the thick of the forest. I followed. The child was mine to protect, if I could. I had no choice but to stay with him. And yet, here I am. This hasty dictation is meant to give some insight, if needed, into my choice, into my moment of weakness that led to a child reborn. I'm recounting as I flee, so mind the clip's nature, this truncated plea for understanding and a brief history of what happened here. I will send this message on signal to any ghost who may hear, The fallen are on me. I have run from the pack to lead them away. Should I survive, I will return to the child. Should I fall, he will be left to others to raise and will ever have only the one second life to give. I left him in the care of a terrified man and woman. But they are smart and caring. They have courage, but know when to run, when to survive. They will stay hidden until the fallen are away, my light serving as a distraction to lure them as far from these humans as I can. I made my presence known to the pirates and darted from the last of the survivors, made myself a target to buy them time. But that time is short. The fallen are close now, and closing. I can hear the bark of their war cries. I can feel the spark of their blades. They've long since learned that to kill one like me is a future problem solved. I am not sorry for the choice I made. The child gave hope, though fleeting, What comes next for him is unknown. But there is promise in him, should he find sanctuary. Should he find guidance. This is not a confession. This is my hope. This is my...
Difference of Opinion Featuring the voice talents of The Sixth Coyote, Tom Hayes, and Maya Shepard. The Peregrine Institute of Higher Learning presents Ghost Stories, Interviews with Two Ghosts of the Traveler. A guest lecture by two guardianless ghosts about life, light, and the search for their guardians. Featuring Balthazar, unpartnered, and Peach, unpartnered. What is the traveler in your understanding? Great question. Terrible question. In a sense, it's the only question. The traveler is our primary, our mother, the primordial, and the pinnacle. A dear friend, the ghost of Pujari, once compared the traveler to a song that has never been sung. No one likes to give is that no one knows what the traveler is or anything about it. Not even us. We know she wished for us to raise guardians to be her avatars and defenders. Do we though? Just because we can do that doesn't mean we were made to do that. And who says it's a she anyway? Why does it need a gender? The traveler, in her omniscient wisdom, looked into the past and the future. And from all the generations that emerged from the cradle of Earth, she chose the best of them to be her champions. Each ghost was lovingly and carefully created for their one true guardian. The ghost and guardian complete each other. If that's true... Then the Traveler's kind of a jerk. Excuse me? Look, I know tons of ghosts who died before they ever found their guardians. I know some ghosts who still haven't found a guardian. You haven't, and I haven't. But I don't think I'm incomplete because of it. I have the humility to recognize my own shortcomings and to submit myself to the Traveler's plan. Do you remember being inside the Traveler? No. I do. We call it... I have never and will never call it that. Imagine a cosmos inside a bottle. Trillions of stars orbiting each other in a complex weave. But they aren't stars. Perhaps a better word would be souls. Souls dancing in an infinite space. Enclosed within a celestial egg. Which is it, an egg or a womb? It's called a metaphor. Well, then pick a metaphor, not twelve. Well, what would you call it? I wouldn't call it anything, because I don't remember it. And I don't think you do either. Some people say that each ghost is an aspect of the Traveler. That is to say that each ghost represents a part of the Divine Whole. <laughs> would you please? This is... Unbecoming. First of all, that wasn't a question. Second of all, <laughs> third of all, if I'm a part of the traveler's brain or soul or whatever, then the traveler sure isn't divine, I'll tell you that much. What will you do if you never find a guardian? I shall find a guardian. The traveler has willed it so. Did you get that in writing? It is true that some ghosts die before finding their partners. If that happens to me, then I suppose I will do nothing, since I will no longer be. But I have faith. If I never find my guardian, I'll go steal someone else's. I hear Sagira had a good time with that. If you could eat, what would you eat first? Good question. We do not know the desire for food. Our semi-corporeal form. Nectarines. Or hot sauce. Ooh, 
Are crickets crunchy? Roasted crickets. Crunchy food sounds so fun. I wish I could get cricket carabas stuck between my teeth. Here's a question for you. What's it like to have teeth? Is this over yet? How did you enjoy that? It's really fun going back and listening to some of these. Um just ending on the uh, section of the Peregrine Institute, a uh, difference of opinion. That was just such a fun scene just to put it together and listening to that banner going on between uh, Tom Hayes and uh, my shepherd, uh, just having that play back and forth. And I was just cracking up. I love. Yeah, I love that. And having Coyote in the <laughs> middle, just, just like deadpan. totally deadpan. <laughs> Just totally deadpan in the middle, just like totally NPRing the entire episode. And he he's Canadian and very just like one of the nicest people I know. And I don't want to use like him being Canadian as like the <laughs> excuse, but he's just like so Canadian in this. <laughs> he's just like the nicest person. It just like lets them just like run rampant over <laughs> the entire thing. Oh, God. But then there's other <laughs> bits of this that were just lovely, too. Um, just going back to stuff like Confession of Hope and oh, my God. Oh my God. The we had to include crying in this. Mm hmm. And that was very hard to listen to while editing. Right, because I happened to find like a really good instance of just somebody crying and it just it's visceral the way that it all goes together with the background noise and the music and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, the thing that really gets me is uh, the baby cry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that that gets me every single time. Yeah. Mm hmm. Between that, um, we had to include pulled pork. <laughs> of course, we had to include pulled pork. As an inside joke to this podcast. <laughs> um, and um, we had our actor who does the voice um, for uh, Glint did the voice for pulled pork. So, Yeah. It was nice. It's nice that we have people that do voices throughout, like for consistency for DLA. So it's really nice that we have. Yeah, them. just the idea that we have these people to you know, readily call upon and just, oh, hey, we're doing this. Do you want to you know, hop in on this real quick? Oh, yeah, that sounds like it would be a ton of fun. And they're just really great people, generally speaking. So. Like just working with people like, you know, like with Tom and Sanja and even with Irish and she's much better than she gives herself credit for. I'm just going to put that out there. She's so much better than she gives herself credit for. And it drives me insane. Irish, we love you. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> I'll make sure she listens. Oh, my God. But there. Anyway, do you have any shout outs? I think we're kind of doing it, aren't we? Like, I think I think you are definitely doing the shout out that you intended. Yeah, just to all of the people who have been involved in DLA over really it's 
my God, this uh, this episode, by the way, took almost a year. And that was just based upon the grand array of people who were involved in it and just having to get all of that organization put put out. And it just ended up with just such an amazing uh, end result. And I could not be more proud of the voice artists that contributed to making this happen. So I think if we were trying to list them all, we would be here for ages. But thank you all. You all know who you are. Yeah, I think by the end, we had um, 20 something voice actors. Yeah. Which that's the admin um, production side is more my job. But um, working with that many voice actors and being able to kind of talk with and work with everybody is like really a joy so like i really like that part of doing dla and um it's really nice so yeah thank you everyone who um, participated in this and it really did take a very long time to do (laughs) (laughs) it did it did honestly take about a year to do to do all of these But we learned a lot of lessons along the way. So, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that comes to my shout out. My shout out is to you. Oh, uh, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It, well, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to shout out you right back. I'm not done with my <laughs> shout out. Thank you for um, your tireless uh, editing because you would send me like a proof of an episode or of a. Um, I guess we would call them scenes, but you'd send me a proof of a scene and then I'd be annoying and be like, no, you need to lower this by like <laughs> two decibels <laughs> that we get in like a conversation for 20 minutes as to why. <laughs> well, so. it wasn't really a conversation for 20 minutes as to why it would basically be, you know, two minutes of, yeah, I feel like this should go down, but like one and a half, two decibels so that that happens. And then we just spend the other 18 minutes talking about random bullshit. Yeah. But then you would be like, yeah, you're right. And then you would do it and it would be better. But to be fair, you have a great ear for that. That's true. I do. But, um, so yeah. So thank you. Oh, it's good. We work well together, but yeah, thank you for, um, for doing all of that. It's really Mm -hmm. good. And you did a really good job. Thank you. Yeah. So in our show notes, it says that we like Rindle wrote his shout out out and then mine just says it's a secret. Fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want him to know. <laughs> because you knew that if I saw it, I was just going to be like, oh, yeah, exactly. So that's why it says it's a secret. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> I know. But if I wasn't, you wouldn't love me as much. Anyway, here's some special <laughs> things. Uh, the artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock B. Um, like, please check him out on Twitter. His art is amazing. He does uh, desktops and everything. He does all of the lore artwork on uh, Ishtar Collective. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely go check out all this stuff. He's also right now doing all of the um, all the art for all of, like, the Halo nameplates and those are all so cool so you should go look at all of his artwork like all yeah. the halo nameplates are really neat so you yeah, should yeah, look yeah. at them they, they all look really great you should they totally all look so check cool. them out 
Yeah, um, the audio for this episode was produced by this guy, Rindle Zevas. You can find him at Rindle Zevas on Twitter. Um, the music in the episode is copyright of Bungie. Um, we stole it from them. Uh, we're able to use it. I mean, we're able to use it under their fair use policy. We didn't steal it because they love their content creators. Um, if you'd like to dive into the Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. That's about it. Thank you for... Thanks for listening to Destiny Lore Audiophile. I mean, this podcast. <laughs> this little lore from Guardians of Lore. Yeah, definitely not this other podcast. <laughs> we definitely didn't hijack it. No, Hell, not at all. hope you feel better. Yes, please feel better. Get plenty of rest. Hope that your voice recovers soon. We'll be back to normal soon, I promise. Oh my god. Hopefully. You say that as if there's anything normal about this podcast to begin with. There isn't. <laughs> I mean, there is, but there isn't. <laughs> okay, say normal goodbye. Normal being a state of complete chaos. I know. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Otters. Are wet. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, goodbye. There's a click in there. I just didn't say it. Yeah, I kind of figured. Okay, it was a silent click. It was a. It was a. It was a <laughs> mental click. Did you understand that it was a mental click? Yes, I it have done VO. Click. I have done VO. You typically do three, two, one, and then you don't do another count, and it's just another oh second, and God. then you start recording. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm your audio engineer. Click. Of course I got I know, but he needs the click. And so <laughs> then I always get like the CK at the very end of the click. And then I have to like use the little scrubby do like magic uh, thing in Audacity. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so three. To... Oh, I'm just recording this. This is all recorded. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. So am I. <laughs> I'm, I am, nice. I'm recording this too. So fuck it. Let's, oh, we're God. doing it live. <laughs> fuck it. We're doing it live. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be laughing. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> so, so fucking Mouth stupid. <laughs> Mouth sounds. Mouth sounds. <laughs> I'm sticking this all in the end for fucking outtakes. Please don't. I'm a professional. <laughs> uh. Okay. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of... No, I hate that. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to erase all of this before I send it to you. You're no, not even gonna have no, it. don't. You can't. Uh, you can't. I no, can't. don't. That would be so funny. <laughs> I can. I have that power. You do have that power, and I acknowledge you have that power, but I implore you to not use it. <laughs> acknowledge my power. <laughs> Execute order 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
<laughs> Execute order 69. <laughs> Tickle fingers. <laughs> I really want to be a Sith Lord. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I'd be so good at it. Isn't that why you use Ark as a warlock anyways? Yes, it was for the Tickle Fingers. So you can be best pal Palpatine. Oh my god, best pal Palpatine, how did you know? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do this again. <sighs> like you know me. All right, reset. Okay, okay I, I can do this. <sighs> okay. 